0: Everybody. welcome to our brew series part uh this is daisy as you guys have heard on the audio um yes. the brew series is more um like a one-on-one interview uh, i really i've been asking daisy like forever i'm like come on we gotta do it we gotta do this interview i think it'll be fun uh but yeah daisy uh i, I kind of want to talk about like your life as a social media manager and also like a a single mom and everything and I kind of wanted like to get all the details from you Yes. Um, but overall like what do you think about like social media in general
1: um I think I'm like 50 50 on it because I can Mm -hmm. totally see the benefits on it like as a business and as a whole but like also working behind the scenes it makes you realize how influential it is like whether you believe it or not um yeah people pay big money to get your eyeballs to look at something and um it's like i feel like we need more privacy and then but at the same time (laughs) it makes it hard because like they put value into you like exposing yourself or like you sharing your information But at the same time, like as you're sharing information, you're building like a community of people that understand you too. So it's (laughs) like every, like there's pros and cons to everything. And you just, you kind of have to like pick the side that you're on, you know, like as long as you're not doing anything malicious or like using it for the wrong ways. um, I think social media could be very good, but you know, there's not everybody has that mentality. So it's kind of like scary because you never know like what part Somebody might end up in, even by yeah. like accident. You know.
0: You know, I've been I've been kind of curious, like what what made you decide? Like, what what was your journey into like the world of social media?
1: Um, it was kind of it started with um marketing because I um I was working as a customer service rep at this company that had just like they have they're rooted in Mexico. But then they Mm -hmm. transferred over here to the United States and I got hired as a customer service rep and I was going to TWU for marketing at the time. And I was like, "Um, hey, if you guys ever decide to open up a marketing branch, like I'd love to be a part of it Um, because that's what I'm studying. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like truly, I didn't really know what marketing entailed. I just knew that it was like one of the things that business like made a lot of money in (laughs) like i was like what's the top degree that you can get that has like that makes the Mm, most money and stuff and one of them was marketing so i was like okay like i'll do that and (laughs) um and so then um they ended up like a year and a half later opening marketing and they got a marketing manager and they're like hey do you want to be the assistant and then i was like um (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: duh
1: yeah and i've always liked writing like you know i used to have a blog and other times they're like can you write our blogs and i was like yeah for sure and so i started writing like fashion blogs and then they decided to get an instagram and so i started kind of like helping with that Mm -hmm. um but along that i ended up getting pregnant (laughs) and then um at first i really thought that i was going to like um Like, I I don't know what I thought, because I never, like, I didn't think that I was going to be into mothering as much as I, like, ended up being. So, after I had my daughter, I had maternity leave for, like, three months. And I loved being with my daughter. Like, she would sleep on my chest every night. Like, it was, (laughs) like, we were just, we're literally, like, cheekless. Like, we're together all the time. Um, And I was, like fuck like I don't want to leave my daughter you know like I, I want like I preferred being with my daughter over work mm-hmm. and um one of my coworkers tagged me in like this group called Dallas Girl Gang for somebody that was like hiring um like part-time and remote work for a social media manager and it was stuff that I do and so I connected with the with the lady that um shared it and she hired me to do like social media freelance. And uh. at the time she paid, um, $20 an hour and, um, which was pretty good. Cause I was putting in a few hours, but then she lowered it to $150 per client. And I was like, Hmm, like this doesn't feel very good. And then okay. I got like a couple months of experience in it. And then at the time I was working full time and I was, I had like my daughter, so, like, I was slacking on her work anyway. Um, cause it wasn't like a priority. And then at that point, I was like, well, I'd rather look up people for myself. Like, if she's charging a thousand dollars a month and only paying me a hundred and fifty dollars, like, why shouldn't I be the one getting paid a thousand dollars? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so then that's when I started looking for clients freelance. Um, and I was able to find like a few through Upwork. And that's kind of, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And then, word of my oh yeah i ended up quitting my job um and i actually stuck with her until i quit my a little bit after i quit my job just so i could have some income and after that like uh i just became a stay-at-home mom um but then when i noticed things like uh like i wasn't able to get stuff like money was short right so I was like, I should get back into social media management. And so I made an Upwork account and I started actively using it again, like reaching out to people. And that's pretty much like sending, um, that's like a job application, you know, like a cover letter. Yeah. And, um, I looked up on YouTube, uh, like how to write a cover letter for it, like how to get proposals from it. Um, or like how to write a proposal. Cause they call it a proposal, but it's really like a cover letter. Um, and I like used the, what is it called? Like the template that, um, one dude recommended. And I got like two, two clients from that. And even like to this day, like I still use that same pattern that he like, or the same kind of like,
2: like round you know, template? Like,
1: like tips that he offered. Like I still use them. Oh. Like when I write, um, proposals and yeah that's pretty much how i got into it and i was able to gain a lot of experience like just doing freelance um and then i also got a client that paid like really good um she was my first client that paid me as much as she did because she did only and <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah so like all the guys that thought they were messaging like i managed accounts for like three different girls dear, four different girls and all the guys that thought they were talking to that girl, they were actually talking to me. <laughs> so if you have an OnlyFans account, like, not you, but, like, whoever's listening, yeah, um, you're probably not speaking to who you think you're <laughs> speaking to. You're
2: like, it was me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're just talking to a social media manager. Um, but, yeah, if there's any OnlyFans girls out there that's, that need a social media manager or just anybody in general, I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I got into it. Word of mouth, pretty much, and also upwork. Like upwork has helped me a lot. And there's times that yeah. like you have to pay to like you have to pay to get connects. And pretty much what that is is um like let's say um you buy fifty connects and they're I just bought like twenty of them and they were only three dollars. So it's not mm-hmm. even that expensive, you know? Um, but I had someone tell me like, Well, why are you paying to get clients? And it's just like, Well, I literally got a client from them and I made like ten thousand dollars from them in a year. So yeah. why would I like I'm paying three dollars to make ten thousand dollars? Like yeah. that seems pretty okay to me. <laughs>
2: like the logic is <laughs> Yeah, is exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. So like for anybody who's just starting off, or anybody that like wants to make extra income, like whatever kind of thing that you do, whether it's Um, like fixing websites or like copywriting or anything like that, you can probably find some work on on Upwork. Upwork. Yeah.
2: And out out of your
0: like whole social media career, uh, what is one of your like success stories that you're like, I I really brought this company up with my, my social media.
1: Yeah. So one of them was like, honestly, like one of the last employers that I had, it was for a beauty brand. And, um, they gave us like the marketing team, which was just me and my marketing manager. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they gave us our marketing director. They gave us $25,000 to spend on ads. And, um, on social media, they were making like a hundred dollars, um, a month or like less, honestly, definitely less than $200 a month. And with the ads that we were running $25,000 a month each month started like went up to $52,000 a month just from social media so we definitely like that ROI was was up there and um like honestly it's something I'm really proud of it's the first time that I ever ran um ad campaigns but I was able to manage them very well and um I kept increasing like every every month like sales just kept going up so yeah that was that was very fun um like it's yeah, very cool to be able to see like your work making money yeah and then you don't see your paycheck growing and you're like mm. <laughs> you're like um you want like, me to reach it's the mapping like,
0: mapping here
1: yeah like it's like they had, you know how they put like donuts in front of people that are like running like running on a treadmill yeah. so they can catch the, do- the donut i feel like that's how they had me at that job um like they're all like oh if you make this much you'll get this much of a bonus and you're just like running and you're like when the the hell am I gonna get my donut and I never got my donut so I left (laughs) yeah but yeah that's the
0: the experience though right um yeah yeah
1: like now I can totally like like it's really good because now I can tell people like hey I was able to do this um this is what I did and like if you give me that budget i can make something happen for you you know or like any budget that they any budget that anybody has can honestly like be worked with like you can even do five dollars a week and even then that'll just be like awareness but at least you're bringing like eyes to Mm -hmm. to your you know work and it like it might not be good for sales but I think people fail to realize, and this is just like business in general, like you'd be surprised. They really expect um, that every single campaign is going to bring you money when it's not the case. Like every campaign has a different purpose. Like there's a literal funnel and that like it it gets smaller and smaller because the retention is way smaller than, you know, impressions. Mm -hmm. But yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's Um, my most successful one. (laughs) To
0: date. <laughs> I mean, it's not over yet. <laughs> you can keep growing and growing. Eventually yeah. you'll find another success story.
1: Exactly. Um, so I'm like, I'm I'm hoping for that opportunity, but right now I'm good with like the small clients that I have. And, you know, they're still pretty fun to work with. Like I do wish that I could get another, like if I could get, if I could be an in-house social media manager, like remotely, that um gets to work with a brand and just sees it grow, that would be amazing. But um that has not been the case for me as of yet and that's okay.
0: And that 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 leads me to my next question. So I know you you have a a daughter and and I'm a father too, so I'm like sometimes I wonder like how do you manage your your freelancing career and your responsibilities that like at home. Like how do you how do you manage that?
1: Um, honestly, it's hard, but easy. At the same time, you know how sometimes you have too much flexibility. So it kind of makes it harder to keep yourself disciplined. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like how I am.
2: <laughs>
1: um, cause sometimes like, I know that I have a lot of work that I need to do or, you know, like I don't have the income that I want coming in. So I know mm-hmm. that I have to sit down and um, you know, pitching is still working. Like, those are still worked hours that I'm sitting down looking for clients. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know that I could be doing that, but I'd rather like sit down and do nothing with my daughter or like, <laughs> you know, spend time with her or watch her play. Um, but it's so like my day to day is pretty much, um, in the morning, I wake up, I make her lunch. Um, I make her breakfast, I wake her up, I get her ready, and then I'm home by like 8 30. Um, at that time, I like take a shower, brush my teeth. I should do it in the morning when I wake up, but I don't. <laughs> Cause I'm just like usually rushing. Um, and then lately I started doing work for somebody that's in a client that's in Cedar Hill. So I drive to Cedar Hill in the morning sometimes. Um, and we shoot content we schedule content for the week um and then I will do like I'm still trying to see so like right now I'm pitching like I'm like I tell my sister that I'm on a race against myself because yeah. truly the lifestyle that I want to keep is freelancing but I'm still applying to jobs that are like fully remote but it's still eight to five type work you know so it's not like now that i can just pause all of my work and go have lunch with my daughter and then get back to it once i come back from lunch with my daughter you know yeah um so like i either get more clients or i get hooked onto a job um but sometimes it's a little bit hard also because i like i have depression and anxiety and i'm going through like um like a really tough time with my breakup and just recently like i had run out of my medication <laughs> And um I got back on it again and I've been having like terrible migraines, like nausea, like just all the nasty stuff that comes with it. So it's yeah. just like learning to manage myself and my daughter and my work. And I think one of my biggest like faults is that I always like it's bad to say it, but I always put my daughter first. So it's just like whether it's work or whether it's anything, um, I'm like, well, I rather be with my daughter and spend time with my daughter then go to work um (laughs) and like i said we're really stuck together so anytime that i go to work or have some work to do she'll be like mommy i miss you and Mm -hmm. i'm just like no like please um at this point i know that she's like kind of you know playing um but i'm really lucky that i actually get to spend that time with her because i live with my dad right now so Mm -hmm. i'm not like paying rent or any like anything super drastic I'm also just like paying for my debt <laughs> and <laughs> and like groceries and you know anything that like my daughter needs um but like it's like day to day it's very hard cuz I know the things that I have to do so I'll have to like get up in the morning and do stuff for my daughter and between those times I have to find time to clean to um do work um and by two o'clock I have to be headed to by two o'clock two thirty, I have to head to wherever like to her school to pick her up and yes. sometimes I have a client that's like um so I have a client that's pretty consistent like we're on contract but they're like the ones who schedule all I work around because they're the ones that actually need more um meetings and stuff like that so I'll work around their schedule most of the time. Um, and sometimes just things pop up. So like I'll have a meeting at 11 every Tuesday. Um, sometimes they'll change it. And it's just like, I don't know. There's just like little things that are changing every day. So it's not easy. Um, and I think it's just constantly having to just refocus yourself and say like, okay, well, what's the priority for today? um where do we stand financially (laughs) um you know like did you pay your credit cards this month or like um you know like right now i'm saving money and also paying off my credit cards um and like a certain amount always has to go to x but for example let's say um like i don't want to put my business too much out there but
2: yeah
1: sometimes um so she has obviously there's another parent in the in the mix right um he's supposed to take her like two days out of the week almost like a day and a half because um he'll have her thursdays and thursday mornings i i drop her off at school he picks her up from school and then i pick her up friday evenings um Like, at night. So, Thursday and Fridays, like, those are the days that I spend cramming, cleaning. Like, those are the days that I do everything. And this past week, um, she didn't have her days with him. Um, and it really backed me up on a lot of my work. Um, like, I wasn't able to do work well. And now I'm, like, really backed up on work. Um, and that, like, puts me back financially. And, um for whatever reason or another um it was just like it it's just messy but it's like it's hard and you just have to find a way to make things work you know um because right now i like i'm i'm the full-time parent and as much as i wish that i could get like a full-time job or i could just like go to an office like i love being in an office i love dressing up for the office i love doing that yeah. stuff but like I said, my daughter's my priority and I don't have the privilege to say like, oh, well, my mom can pick her up or her dad can pick her up because that's not the case. Like, I'm always the default parent. And yeah. um, right now I'm lucky enough to where like, shit, I don't have to pay rent. Like, I oh, like I'm able to be there for my daughter, you know, like because if I had to pay rent, I'd be fucked. like I would not be able to be there as a mom. And all I would be doing was just like literally working my ass off. Um, so okay. I'm like really grateful for that, that I get to, you know, um, be here and, um, like be there for her. Cause, um, you know, I, I would rather her have at least one parent than not have either parent. Cause yeah. right now, like, the truth is that, like, she doesn't, like, the other parent isn't as present as they mm-hmm. should be. So, yeah like she's definitely my priority and while freelancing like really allows me that um it's like sometimes it's not like every month isn't consistent with finances so it's like constantly like juggling um money and time you know
0: yeah i feel like in my opinion freelancing is is more difficult than having a nine-to-five because nine to five you separate work and and, and home you know like it's it's yeah. past five o'clock like I don't want to talk about work but with freelancing it's like you're on like all the time yeah and then on top being a full-time mom like that's that's impressive like that you can handle all of that
2: yeah. I know it's different
0: um, when when you have like a partner in, in the mix because you know if you're if you're struggling with something you're like oh hey can you help me with this or can you help me with that
1: yeah
0: but you know it's basically just in you <laughs> so exactly like,
1: yeah and um but yeah like you said like sometimes it, I know you'll see me posting all my stories like working at night yeah. and stuff like that like for like last week I had to stay up a few nights because um like I can't do anything during the day like I remember my dad, um, when we were younger, like he was the one that was working a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I really valued was my time with him. Like, not like I'm obviously like appreciative as fuck, like that he worked as hard as he did, but I always wish that like, we had spent more time together, that he had time to go to school stuff and everything. Yeah. And since I'm like the only parent that is like present for her in that way, I don't want to fail her. So like i'd rather struggle a little bit financially or you know like make my money stretch rather than um like lose time with her because she's gonna be little for not so long you know what i mean um, yeah. so i only have a few years of her wanting to be with me all the time
0: <laughs> <laughs> no and i get what you what you are trying to say because time you'll never get the time back like from then growing yeah. up right now like my son's already gonna my son's already two years old and i'm like like where did the time go like you were just a yeah. baby like yesterday oh so i understand that feeling
1: yeah for sure but yeah that's that's how i balance it i don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like you just gotta keep pushing yourself right like yeah exactly. keep that positive outlook on yeah life.
1: for sure like you can't like i used to be a big like woe is me person and like it i I guess i got fed up and i'm just like dude like what are you complaining about just just get over it type of thing (laughs) (laughs) but like i don't know it's just like um i had someone tell me because i was like i just feel like a rock sometimes you know like especially like when depression hits and stuff Um, I think it's okay to like, let yourself be sad for a day or two. Like if you need to, you know, you need that time and space. But, um, he was like, well, yeah, rock is heavy, but once you push it and it builds momentum, like it just keeps going, you know, and it'll like tear anything down until, unless it's like stopped, like by something even heavier than itself. Um, so I like really thought about that. And I was like, the only thing holding me back is myself, you know, like I'm the one that allows myself to stay in bed all day. I'm the one that, you know, like has control over what I do. I can't control what everybody else does, but I can control what I do. So, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I was
0: just going to ask like, what what's some advice that you can give, but you just, you're oh. on it. Your, your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just
1: keep I mean, pushing hard, yourself. Though. I'm not even like, this weekend, because sometimes it's like everything's going good, you know. And I don't know, like what you've been through in life or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. um, like sometimes I'm okay, and then, like out of nowhere, it hits. Like yeah. everything that happened, or like everything that you did wrong, or like you're literally just driving, and then out of nowhere, like just it just hits. Like if you know, like you know, like yeah. it just hits. And, like, the pega la depression, and you're just, like,
0: fuck, like. Yeah, I, get you. I the, feel like you it's know, always, it's always there. But, like, since you suppress it and you have other things going on, like, once you yeah. hit that, like, quiet moment, you're, like,
2: it's, it's still there. <laughs> and it, I just yeah. hear it louder. You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Because, like, I think, so, one thing that, like, my medication has, like, really helped me with um was with like the overthinking because i used to not like be able to sleep like i can't like literally it would snowball into just any and everything like the most ridiculous things just going in through my head um and like it stopped and it's so weird because it's like i used to say like okay well what if this Well what if this and then this and then that and then this um and now it's just like I can think of something and that's it. Like the thought doesn't develop and snowball into something. And it's crazy because it's just like, Mm -hmm. what the, like people can do People can not (laughs) overthink, like, what is this? Um, So I think one of like, I think it's something that our generation like suffers with a lot too. I think it has a lot to do with self-awareness and just like, you know, reality, but at the same time you still want, certain things to be true even if they can't be I don't know like anyway my point is like our generation like really suffers a lot with like depression and anxiety and I think it's um like good to say that sometimes like you really are chemically imbalanced it's like telling a person with diabetes no keep eating sugar like it's fine like it's just like don't think about it and you won't feel anything like no that's not how it works like there's a chemical imbalance in brains, yeah. you know, like you need the, that like medication to, you know, build that, like to help that chemical imbalance, to help balance it out. And, yes. um, there's like nothing wrong with it. Um, cause I used to think that it was just like, oh, I'm just like emo or something <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, mom, it's just a phase. <laughs> or uh, i don't know i feel
0: like it's, it's just the way that we were raised because uh i feel like nobody ever talks about their feelings or or, or yeah. depression for that matter like what they're just yeah. like ponte las pilas and,
1: yes. <laughs> and like, they, yeah but even then like i feel um like depression gets used a lot like oh i'm depressed or i'm this or i'm that so it kind of yes. devalues it when something is actually wrong with someone um and like me i find i would find it hard to like find other people like me because we don't really like talk about it you know what i mean um but then literally like last last week um two things happened so like one of them was a girl that i know that she's like super pretty she's like i don't know she's just like somebody that i look up to she's been through a lot, like, and she still manages to like show up every day, at least on social media. <laughs> and um, uh, what you want to call it? I mean, sometimes she shows like her weaknesses, but you know, like she's just somebody that I like look up to. Um, and she was like, she literally posted a thread, and she's like, um, when you, when you think you're okay without your medication or when you stop taking medication and then like in little quotes, it starts having multiple um, meltdowns and remembers why they started taking medication in the first place (laughs) and then proceed to take medication for the rest of your life. Um, Like, it's just like, dude, like I literally just went through that and it's um, like, I don't know, I guess that's one of the reasons like I'm okay with sharing this kind of stuff because you just never know who's actually going through something and like what is actually going to relate to you. Cause when she wrote that, like it genuinely like, related to me. I was like, what? Like I that's exactly what I felt, you know? Um like that's like I just went through that. Um and there's like experiences that people share all the time that you like it, it comes from the most unexpected people sometimes. Like you're like, what? Like you thought that like it's not it's not just me type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's sometimes that you meet people that like like it's just like dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it. it's
0: hard to tell. Sometimes it's the happy, the people that you see the happiest, like they're the ones who are going. To yeah, the <laughs> for
1: sure. <laughs> <It's crazy. sighs>
0: but uh, I guess I well, thank you for sharing um every about everything, Daisy. Uh, I know yeah. social media is no easy job. Like I know when I started the podcast, I'm like I did not <laughs> know like how much work this took.
1: Yeah, and it's a lot. And even is then, me- like, you're still teaching me some stuff because I shot <laughs> something with my sister and my friend the other day and I have not edited anything at all. Like, I've done nothing. Like, we just did the video and that was it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've done nothing else for it. <laughs> I'll probably, like, upload it to YouTube or something, but it's, like, time-consuming. So, yeah. like, I really give you props on that because, like, you've stayed consistent, like, as far as I've noticed and, like, every podcast that I've heard, like, it honestly is getting better and better each time. Like, you seem to be getting like more confident in like the whole process and everything. Yeah, so that's pretty lit.
0: Yeah, and uh, I've been what's it called? Like over over each episode, we're like cutting out things here, cutting out things there, making like yeah. making it more professional, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been a it's been not like a roller coaster, <laughs> I guess, because mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's why I I record I record on Friday nights just because. <laughs> I only have Saturdays to edit, so, because Sunday um, I want it to be my day off, you know? Cause see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. no, yeah, and that, like, it's, like, what you said earlier, like, you really have to, like, it's hard to juggle it, like, you, as a parent, because sometimes, even if you have a partner, like, y'all are both still on different schedules, <laughs> so yeah. it's, like, having to align everything, like, it's, it's hard, so. And you have another baby coming on the way. My goodness. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a like slop interview or someone or Tony or Billy are going to have to do an interview to you. Be like, how do you do it?
0: Yeah. I mean, if we were starting your podcast, I'll, I'll be I'll be glad to be your guest.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely like open to the idea. But like you said, it's so many. <laughs>
2: yeah. It
1: like, involve a lot of people. Like that's a lot of schedules that you have to align with and stuff like that. And not everyone is as open to sharing as, like, others. Yes. So it's, like, you really have to maneuver and play with that.
0: Yeah, I've done with that, too. Uh, I have a team of four right now, so, who including me. And yeah. getting together, <laughs> like, like, can you meet now? Like, oh, my God. So, like, at least two people. Like, that only takes two people.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> well, you'd be surprised there's a girl that she does podcasts, and it's just her. She, um, she does, it's, it's called like, let's heal sis or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just talks and I was just like, you know what, like, should I just make a podcast of me just like talking like, uh, um, know. cause at the end of the day, like that's all it is. Like just talking.
2: Yeah. I think it would work
0: for you. I think you're interesting. <laughs> I, I have a group cause I, I feed off of them, you know, like
2: yeah, they'll, no, they'll insult me or something. just like,
1: <laughs> bounce stuff off of each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that's why I want to group. My sister said she's down, and she's been, like, the most consistent one so far. So it might just end up being something of me and my sister, and then I have my friends on, like, just for, you know, like, every now and then. Every, yes. Whenever they feel like they like the topic or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should. Your sister is also interesting. Like, from, our, right? like, from our calls, I'm like, <laughs> like I know yeah have to keep a good podcast episode going.
1: <laughs> yeah, we talk a lot of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm trying to but, be a good christian so i can't talk crap anymore <laughs> i can talk about me <laughs> but, but yeah,
0: yeah uh thank you daisy for today's episode i don't want to keep you up any longer and thanks for the okay. listeners um this will be like the first uh kind of video with me in it and oh, the yeah. guest.
1: <laughs> so, and That's not Talia, right? Yeah. (laughs) She looks so cute in the last one. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah.
0: But yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and uh, see you next Bruce series episode. All
1: right. Bye, everyone. Bye.